This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. What do we have here? Well, let's let's go over a couple of quick little things okay i promise i'm not going to make this a big COVID hour i just want to go a couple of things i want to talk about this local uh, senate bill that you all keep asking me to kind of weigh in on and and uh what's uh what's happening with that so we'll get to all of that here in just a second boy do we have a lot to get through today uh it's it's a busy day we'll get to it's, it's funny my my people on uh, on the live stream we're talking about the gamestop situation and what's happening with the GameStop stocks and what this means. And for those of you who are stock investors, it's still going to be an interesting story for you to kind of pay attention to um, because Reddit mobs are basically targeting certain stocks in order to uh, inflate them and game the market. And it's funny watching a bunch of people kind of really pitch a fit about it, but that's all hedge funds do. <laughs> so it's, and it's kind of interesting to watch this all play out and watch the two sides. You still have to be very careful if you're participating because a lot of a lot of people get swept up in this and lose a lot of money very, very, very quickly. So anytime you're you're playing with the stock market, you're gambling. We'll get to that here in just a little bit as well. But I wanted to just start on this. It, something that's really interesting. And you know, we, we talked about this, I think it was last week, right? Where we had the New York Times came out and they said, hey, wear two masks. And it's like, okay, you're admitting that a mask doesn't really work. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Maybe it's two weeks ago. Look, um, again, masks have their place. Certain masks have more of a place than other masks. And I've, I've given you the research. I've gone back over the peer-reviewed studies going back to 2009. Uh, I've told you all of the results as it relates to coronaviruses. Um, the few studies that have actually, real studies, not initial lab results, but real studies have been done on masks involving covid I've given you all that data. The data all says the same thing. If the mask works on you, it is a Hail Mary. That's essentially it, okay? It's probably better than nothing if if your mask is brand new and clean. If your mask isn't clean, it doesn't do you any good. And that is critical. And our government has just decided to not advertise that fact anymore and as a result what you have is you got a bunch of people walking around with masks that are you know 12 13 months in who haven't been cleaned yet and i'm sorry you're not protecting yourself and yesterday we were telling you about the the new sticker that could go on your mask that'll change colors when COVID is present i I expect once that comes out i think a lot of people are going to put it on their mask and their mask is immediately going to come back positive they're not even going to be getting out of their car And everybody's probably going to be freaking out. But that's what happens. You're supposed to wear, this is, again, critical. You're supposed to wear your mask one time, one time only, and then either throw it away or wash it. That's it. It doesn't exist on your rearview mirror. It doesn't travel with you from store to store. That's not how it works, okay? You take away any potential effectiveness that it has by doing that. And that is the thing that I've tried to hammer home to you since January. And that gets uh, caught up by the conspiracy theorists out there. Casey's telling you not to wear a mask. No, but if you're going to do it, you got to do it the right way. And the other thing is, is that even if you have 
you know, a decent mask with uh, different types of layers, including a polypropylene layer, which is the most effective layer for the, the regular consumption of these uh, masks. You know, even if you have that, you're still very unlikely to have that mask really help you. And, you know, can I tell you that it's never going to work? No, of course not. There's always an outside chance that it's going to work. But the research basically says in mass, when you look at the overall population, particularly in hospitals, uh, in various communities that they have studied this going back again, back to 2009, they have found over the aggregate, it's not it's not effective for airborne viruses. Okay. Now, we didn't think that COVID was airborne for a long period of time. We now know it's airborne. So it's, you know, early on, I, I get it. it the, the irony is that early on when we didn't think that it was airborne is when it's droplet-based, then the mask is more effective. But we told you not to wear masks back then. And now that we know it's airborne and that mask will be minimally effective, now we're pushing that we have to wear the masks. But see, as I've said before, this busy work that has been created by local health officials and politicians at, at all levels, okay? The busy work is essentially this. Look, we told you to do lockdowns. Lockdowns didn't work. All of the research now, every speck of peer-reviewed research that has been done on it, lockdowns are bad. They didn't do anything to help you with COVID, and they actually killed people. So the lockdowns, terrible. Then the economic stuff and all that. Lockdowns have done absolutely no good. This is not up for debate. There isn't a single person out there debating this with any seriousness at all, period. All of the research, everything, the science is settled. The lockdowns were bad. And we only did the lockdowns because of the Imperial College study, which was retracted after Oxford proved that it was incorrect. And the Imperial College of London apologized to the entire world for their study. But that's the only reason the lockdowns even happened. Nobody knew what to do. But the study was wrong. They admitted it was wrong. It was retracted. Ah, damage is done. Well, I already got everybody at home. Let's just add ah, two weeks. Flatten the curve. Woo! Ah, here we are 13 months later, 14 months later. Um, so we start going into, and I'm talking about the whole time of the virus, not just the lockdowns. You, you go into all of this mess. Uh, you know, again, the research has been crystal clear on mass from the very beginning. And, and I've, I've done my best to kind of tell you what the peer-reviewed research says. And there's a lot of people out there that pervert what these initial lab results or uh, what cute little camera tricks do that are not actual scientific research, you know, that sort of thing. And they're trying to present that to you as if it were somehow medical or scientific evidence. It's not. It just isn't. The peer-reviewed research is all conclusive in one direction, and that is for an individual, yes, there's a good chance that maybe potentially, possibly, it could maybe work for you one time. And I'm talking about one exposure. The second exposure, your mask is useless. So if it's dirty, it's not doing you any good. It just isn't, okay? And over the aggregate, when you take a population, the masks don't, they don't work very well against airborne viruses. It's just that simple, all right? I wish it were different. Maybe one day it will be, but that's just the case. So nothing works. We've told, we've been told to do various things to help limit the spread of the virus and not a single one of them. And this is whether you agree with me about masks or not, and whether you spend the time to actually look at the studies that I've posted for all of you. And those are peer reviewed research. Okay. It's not just the initial lab results, but whether you, any, anything, whatever, take a step back from all of that. Just shut off your confirmation bias for a second. If what they're telling you 
was effective and working, we would not have the virus spreading all over the world. It would not have surged everywhere in the world, including places that have been wearing masks at 100% uh, rates. That's just a reality. So take a step back and go, all right, well, something's going on. So what is it? Well, they don't know, folks. They don't know how to stop it. It really is that simple. They do not know how to stop it. So they started punishing you. They started shutting your businesses down. They started blaming you for not wearing your mask. I know you've heard me say all of this before, but it's important to just kind of revisit this just for a minute. You became the problem. Well, we told everybody to do stuff that is supposed to work, but it's not working. So if it's not working, it must be their fault because they're not doing it. There's no research that shows that you're not doing what they're asking you to do. It doesn't exist. The research actually shows that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And Americans are doing it at higher levels than most of the world. And yet, in regards to a lot of those statistics, we're doing worse than a lot of those other countries that are not doing the things we're being told to do to the level that we're doing them. So, the next thing that they had. All right, well, uh, we decided to go ahead and tell them to wear masks and stay at home. That didn't work. We shut the country down. That didn't work. Virus continues to spread. Uh, we start shutting down all the businesses, all of the schools. We start going to e-learning and damaging our kids and their education and everything else. And we start going to, uh, to punish businesses and individuals with fines. We're going to do the fine thing for several months. And what did, they, what did they end up finding out? Dang it, nothing's working. Virus continues to spread. So now the new thing is, guess what? Masks don't work all that well. That's why you got to wear two. So then you have to wear two masks. So two weeks ago, you get stories about, hey, it's time to wear two masks, everybody. Because one mask is not good enough. So wear two masks and maybe, maybe we can slow this thing down. Oh, nah, it's not slowing down enough. So hey, here you go, CNBC. Wear three masks now. Three. Now, I just quoted a Virginia Tech virologist the other day that cautioned against wearing three masks because it causes difficulty breathing. So we have gone full circle back to the beginning of this thing where people said, I can't breathe with my mask on. And a lot of those people were lying. Not all of them, but a lot of them were. But as I also pointed out, you had a bunch of Etsy moms making masks and they were just shoving layers of things in the mask, making it almost impossible to breathe. So that was happening. But yes, there were some people who obviously used it as an excuse. There's no doubt about that. So now we've gone back to, all right, well, let's just triple mask now. So that way the, the triple mask can actually be effective. I, <laughs> oh my gosh. They will not admit that everything I've been telling you for all of these months is true. And a great chunk of what they've been telling you is just not. They won't admit it. They don't want to admit it because, again, it's career suicide. And I've talked about this for a very long time. So now they want you, in a span of less than a month, they went from, okay, we're two masks to now, okay, now we're three. We're three masks. You know what? Why don't you just go buy a pack of the disposable masks, okay? The disposable masks, what, they come in, what, 15, 20 packs of the disposable masks? Those are the polypropylene masks. Those are probably the most effective masks anyway because of the static charge. So just get those as far as the mass-produced ones. Um, just go and get those. Get a whole 15-pack. You know what? Just strap them all around the ears. 
Just do that. You'll be wearing 15 layers of polypropylene mask. There's no way anything's getting through that. It's going to get into your eyeball, but, you know, don't worry about that. Just wear the masks, all 15 of them at the same time, and you're probably going to be good. And that, for, for the record, that'll actually be fairly effective as long as you can protect your eyeballs from, from the infection. <sighs> so this brings me to the next thing. Some good news about St. Joseph County. And we have to talk about Senate Bill 74. A lot of you have asked me about this. We'll talk about that coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. For tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Don't forget, follow me online at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. We do the the video live stream, a lot of 3D printing stuff is going on because a couple of my my uh, streamers have picked up some printers over at uh, CMECNC's company that makes the printers that I have as well. So a lot of people are just, just getting into the hobby, so it's kind of fun if you're interested in that. I talk about other stuff as well. So let's talk about St. Joseph County real quick, and I promise I'm only going to be going until 3.30 on COVID, and then I'll be moving on. Uh, the county's rate of positive cases for COVID has dropped to 6.9% yesterday. This is great. That's the first time in the in recent metrics that it has moved uh, from the red category. So we are, uh, St. Joseph County is now officially in yellow, not in red. So that's great. We had been at about 14.3 earlier this month, and now we're down to 69 and hopefully that continues again as herd immunity vaccinations uh that sort of thing start start setting in so that's that's great news that's that's fantastic that's awesome uh now that you're down in yellow doesn't that mean you to like have gatherings and stuff like that for uh, 100 people or whatnot so keep an eye on that i've had a lot of people asking me about senate bill 74 and this is uh, in Indiana, the Indiana legislature. Hold on a second. Is this going to Of course, it's not going to open. Because the SB74 Indiana, the uh, Indiana website for the, uh, the bills are terrible. Anyway, all right, let's take a look at this. Okay, so. Okay, hold on. Let me give you the error here. Uh, my rate limit has been exceeded. So I simply went to the Indiana legislature's government page for Senate Bill 74. And I've had the tab open for, I don't know, an hour. And all of a sudden it won't let me read the bill. We have de detected a very high number of requests from your IP address. <laughs> so to prevent disruptions to other users... We have temporarily blocked additional connections from your IP address. What? I've got one computer and I'm just trying to look at one bill? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Joe, I appreciate he's offered to screenshot it. Now, I'll get it through the uh, the advocacy group that actually proposed the bill. I usually just like pulling it up from the government website because that's usually what I'll put in the daily show prep. And it's like, hey, 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 you, you radio host, stop looking at the bill to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, anyway, what this bill does is it prevents your employer 
from requiring you to have the COVID vaccine to maintain your employment. Uh, that's essentially what it does. And some people have asked me about it and, and that sort of thing. And look, I, I've been s square with all of you. I'm not worried about the vaccine. All right. I, I'm not I'm not at all worried about, uh, you know, uh, um, Bill Gates taking over my brain or any of that stuff. I'm not at all worried about it. But I support all of your rights to not get something injected into your body against your will. Really is that simple. And everybody running around who wants to get the vaccination and saying that people who don't get the vaccination are going to get them killed. That's just a load of malarkey. You're vaccinated. You'll be fine. If somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated and they die from COVID, guess what? They didn't get vaccinated. It's on them. You're free from guilt. Okay. Now, again, a lot of the reasons for this are this is new. We don't really know what the long term effects may or may not be. You know, that sort of stuff. Uh, we know that if you're pregnant, you're not supposed to get the Moderna vaccination. We know that if you have serious allergies, you're not supposed to get the Pfizer vaccination, you know, and so on and so forth. And then there's two new vaccines that may be on the market here relatively soon. But again, this is this is purely designed to prevent your employer from requiring you to get it. Because I told you, be on the lookout for this. They're going to require your kids have the vaccine to go back to school at some point in time. Your employer's probably going to start requiring it to go back to work and that sort of stuff. Show me your papers, all of that, uh, that nonsense in order to be able to travel and everything else. So SB 74 was essentially just designed to make sure that your employer didn't require that you get the vaccination in order to maintain your employment. That's what it was designed for. Um, and I was going to go through the, you know, all of the provisions on it, but, you know, they're not really letting me do that. So so that's fine. I'll still include it in the daily show prep because the link will work for you. It just won't work for me. Uh, it's because apparently I've looked at state legislation on the government website for too many times. That's, that's government for you, I guess. So keep an eye on that bill. And I know that a lot of people have, have talked about Lynn Rogers and, and how she's leaning on that bill and, and everything else, too. So, But no, they, they should not be requiring you to get a vaccination in order to go back to work. That's absurd. And they shouldn't be requiring to have the vaccination in order to get stimulus dollars. That's also absurd. And they're trying to do that, too. So just, you know, keep an eye on all of this stuff. As I've been warning you for a long time, you know, they're going to try to force people to do this any way that they possibly can. All right. We've got a lot to discuss today. Tons more to talk about. All of that coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This is Casey Hendrickson. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Again, if you're looking for a used vehicle, go to rbcarcompany.com. Find the location nearest you. You can also see their full inventory right there on the website. All right, let's take a look at what's happening with uh, Reddit, GameStop, and now another stock that is involved in all of this. Now, I'm not going to turn this into uh, a lesson in how to invest in the stock market or anything like that. I, that's not my wheelhouse. I don't know enough about it. But if you've seen any news reports, you've probably noticed that GameStop, all of a sudden, their stocks are surging. Now, GameStop is what, two years ago. They're on the verge of bankruptcy, right? And all of a sudden, the stock is surging on GameStop, and everybody's going, wow, COVID's been really good to GameStop. And it's like, well, it's been like a year. <laughs> 
<laughs> so why is it surging like 400 uh, percent? And well, I guess over the past couple of days, 400 percent. I think it's up 159 today. So over the past month, GameStop shares have gone up about 2,000 percent. Now, GameStop is where you buy video games, and they rip you off when you sell them video games. But uh, nothing, nothing personal, Joe. So GameStop, <laughs> GameStop, it's it's entirely accurate. <laughs> every, I mean, everybody knows that the memes, um, the memes that have come out of of the the inability of GameStop to give you a, a you know more than a couple of dollars for brand new video games is hysterical. But anyway, um, so GameStop's shares have gone up about 2,000% over the past month. So on Wednesday, the stock price of the troubled retailer of video games soared yet again, this time up more than $200. So GameStop, which admittedly business picked up during the pandemic. I mean, it just makes sense, right? And every for the record, everybody really seems to like to go to GameStop. It's just that people kind of get their, their uh, content... Um, in other places sometimes now so it's it's been struggling for a while but now it's over 350 dollars a share for gamestop that's that's insane i mean you know good for them but also insane well gamestop shares have been a favorite of wall street bets members this is a this is a uh, subreddit on reddit so it's like a channel on reddit okay the money-losing company has been closing stores and been a target of hedge funds and so-called short sellers who wager that the shares of particular companies will fall. Wall Street Bets posters, now again, these are people on Reddit, have fought back by vowing never to sell, egging each other on to buy more shares and attacking critics of their favorite stock. Andrew Left, a noted short seller who had predicted GameStop's demise last week, stopped commenting on the company, saying that his family had been threatened. Now, Wall Street Bets members appear to be widening their aim to focus on other companies that, much like GameStop, the rest of Wall Street has left for dead. They've gone after former phone maker BlackBerry. And for the record, they, they may want to rethink that one. BlackBerry is getting in this dark, evil stuff. I'm just throwing it out there. And they may have a BlackBerry phone that is coming back. Uh, LaCroix Seltzer owner, National Beverage, and troubled movie chain AMC. AMC is in big, big trouble. But they're stocks of all sort. And for the record, National Beverage, I don't know what else they deal with, but if they sell LaCroix, they probably deserve to go out of business. Can we all agree on that? Have you had LaCroix? It's garbage. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, Anybody who says that they like it, belongs to a book club in which one crazy person said it was good and everyone's afraid to make her mad. That's all there is to it. It's horrendously awful stuff. Now, perhaps LaCroix is okay if you throw uh, half a pint of bourbon in it. I don't know. Maybe vodka. Pro- yeah, vodka. Don't ruin bourbon with that. Uh, not even good bo- vodka. Don't put Kettle One in it. Like, put, like, cheap garbage absolute vodka in it. Then you'll be okay. At a time when viral online movements are having a growing influence on real-world events, including the deadly storming of the Capitol on January 6th, right, CBS News, we're going to talk about the storming of the Capitol when we're talking about the stock market. Sure, some are describing the Wall Street bet saga as the stock market's conspiracy-peddling equivalent. Huh? They then say that Wall Street bets on Reddit, listen to this, 
is Occupy Wall Street meets QAnon? Excuse me? <laughs> no, it's not even remotely close to either of those groups. No, these people like these companies. They want their stocks to succeed. They don't want the uh, the hedge funds to kill off those businesses, and so they're saving them. They're monetary activists. You might disagree with their strategy, but, you know, whatever. And the thing is, everybody's, well, everybody's pitching a fit about this. This is exactly what hedge funds do. Why is everybody so mad at a bunch of individuals doing exactly what hedge funds do? Just because they're doing the exact opposite of what the hedge fund wants. Hedge funds are now scrambling, by the way. Hedge funds are now scrambling, okay, to actually do business with GameStop. <laughs> oh, man, this is good stuff. Uh, one of the Wall Street Bets commenters today, hedge fund managers live in the past and continue to look down upon the retail investors. This is the world they want to live in. This was the past. All right, well, now I will say this. Look, there is... There's a lot of people who can get caught up into this and lose a lot of money. So be careful. All right. Be careful. You're going to be doing this type of uh, activist type stuff. Will this translate into real capital for uh, GameStop? I doubt it, but I'm not an expert. Okay. It just, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, at the same time, it's just kind of funny to watch individuals really spook all of the big, bad Wall Street boys, isn't it? I said, whether you agree with it or not, doesn't really matter. I just, you know, for the pure social amusement from somebody who doesn't have a dog in the fight, I think it's kind of funny to watch just people, average people, okay, most of them uh, not very, very seasoned or wise investors, but just knowing that they have enough clout if they get together in, in, in small dollar amounts per person, they can make big changes in entire companies' histories. Uh, look, AMC, who knows, maybe AMC can hold on a little bit longer now get through the uh, the pandemic and then people want to go back to the movie theaters again and amc won't be gone when that happens amc is pretty much done they have been for a while they've been living on life support they reopened when a lot of people didn't want them to reopen just because they were trying to stay afloat and a lot of amc theaters did close down well you know now you've got some some monetary activists on reddit who are saying we're not going to let amc fail is that a bad thing is a business that is failing maybe not because of of what they've done but because of circumstance and people rallying to their cause and maybe trying to save them and, and give them a lifeline is that really a bad thing that we want to be poo-pooing just throwing it out there but again i'm not an expert you know there's probably some nuance here that uh somebody who has much more knowledge of all of this is able to to weigh in on all of that and and i would certainly appreciate that opinion but um on the surface yeah you know hey this is exactly what hedge funds do. So why is it why is it all of a sudden a bad thing? Because a bunch of, of people on Reddit got together and decided to do it. Heck, we might have a changing of the guard and how hedge funds are managed as a result of something like this. You never know. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Well, I found the head of the book club that is forcing all of the book club members to like LaCroix. And her name is Real Val. She's one of my listeners <laughs> watches my live stream every day because she is fighting me on the uh, the live stream about LaCroix, swearing up and down that it is good. No, no, it is not. All right. 
Oh, man. The stuff you miss when you don't watch the live stream, go to dlive.tv slash Casey the host. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's just real quick go to oil and gas again. Uh, John, not John Kerry. Well, yeah, I'm going to talk about John Kerry, but uh, usurper Biden is still going after oil and gas. He's, he's doing even more on the oil and gas sector today. But you've got John Kerry who um, is the climate envoy and the national climate advisor, Gina McCarthy, told reporters of the White House briefing room that oil and gas workers were laid off as a result of Biden's new climate policies will find, quote, better jobs. This is the new version of learn to code. This is it. Biden caused widespread layoffs and potentially tens of thousands of lost future job opportunities when he revoked the Keystone XL pipeline permit and suspended oil and gas leasing on federal lands on his first day in the Oval Office. He also really ticked off Native American tribes, FYI. Uh, They say that they've done some stuff to fix that today. So once again, the white man uh, gave an afterthought to Native American uh, rights. Asked by a reporter what their message was to workers in the fossil fuel industry, Kerry and McCarthy promised that workers could find new jobs in green industries. This is the same old lie. We have been over this over and over and over again. Okay, this is what happens when they they go after fossil fuels. All right. Now, whether it doesn't matter where you stand on the whole fossil fuel thing. Okay. Most of of the anti-fossil fuel people are completely wrong about the basics of it, but I digress. So you go out there and you say, we're going to take away all of these fossil fuel jobs. And then everybody's like, well, then how am I going to make money for my family? That's all I've been doing for 20 or 30 years. Don't worry. You can go into a new green job. Okay, well, what is the new green job? How is it similar to the job that I have now? Well, it's not. Not even remotely. Completely different technology, completely different skill set. Uh, oftentimes, will require you to go back to school, which you can't do or can't afford to do, don't have time to do. Uh, all of that stuff. There is no, oh, I used to be in fracking and now I'm in solar just because, you know, it's a sidestep. That doesn't exist. Okay. That's not a real thing. You can't go from one industry using certain te- technologies and leap into a completely different technological sector. And you, you, can't, you can't just automatically do that. There is training involved. There is education that might have to be involved. This is why that whole learn to code thing came up when they were making fun of energy workers who were going to lose their work. They weren't going to have their careers anymore. They weren't going to be able to provide for their families anymore. And so the response to that by the elites in the media who don't have any actual skills beyond lying, what they told everybody is, well, just learn to code. At one point, Joe Biden even said learning to code is easy. I still am waiting for one reporter to ask Joe Biden whether he writes it out, whether he types it out, whether he verbalizes it hey uh usurper joe can you give me one line of code i don't care what kind of code it is just one line and then joe biden of course will will you know he'll take out a little packet from his jacket and he'll 
put a little something on his, his table to take out a straw and he'll snort it. And you'll go, no, 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 not a line of coke. Line of code. Give me one line of code. You said learning to code was an easy thing, Joe. So give me one line of any code. Guarantee you he doesn't have it. He has no idea what he's talking about. So again, it, it, this is this is a, a patently absurd lie that only people without any skill sets will tell people is a reasonable argument. Well, yeah, if they close down oil and fracking, sure, you can just, you know, get, get a solar job. Really? How? How? More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.